Praise God. Well, I'm glad to see you here to celebrate Palm Sunday with us. You know, this is a very exciting week in the uh, history of Christianity. There was so much that went on during this week about 2,000 years ago that makes it the most holy week of all of, of history. It, it makes it the most important week of human history. It changed the world that we live in today. Because God came and he paid a price. And so we're going to celebrate that as big as we can. I hope that you are, are ready to hear from heaven this morning. You know, and I encourage you every time you come to church. You know, we, we, we talk about and we hear about all these holy things that God has done. And, and I don't ever want you to get to the point where you just become used to that. Do you know what I mean by that? That we just get used to, oh yeah, God is great. Oh, we get used to the fact, yeah, Jesus died, sure. I, I think the worst thing that could happen in, in, in a believer's life is to become hard in their heart. I think there's a danger that we just take for granted what we've been given by God. And I think the things that maybe once moved us to tears, now they are just things that we know and we've already heard. And, and you know, yeah, yeah, I know about all that already. And, and we become sometimes emotionalists about this great gift that God has given to us. We become emotionalists. Without emotion. When we don't have emotion about the things of God, I think there's something wrong in our hearts. If you are no longer excited about what Jesus Christ has done for you, then there's something that you need to stir up on the inside of you. And don't let this be you. That you just come to church and that's just, yeah, yeah, this is all great. But I want this to move you. I want this to stir you, especially today. Because today we're going to talk about our Lord Jesus Christ. And listen, people need to hear about the Lord. We need to know what the truth is that, that he has done for us. And I don't ever want this to become old for us. I don't ever want you to sit there and have a mentality of, yeah, I've heard this message before. I think we should hear the word of God today and every day with fresh ears. Hear it like you're hearing it for the second time. 
Et kuulma seda nii nagu te kuulete seda teist korda. Because the first time we hear it sometimes we're like, wow, really? Okay. Sest esimes korda kui kuuleme, siis me ütleme, kas tõesti või ja. But then the second time we're hearing it we're like, yeah, that's awesome. Aga teist korda kuuleme, siis me ütleme, ja, see on võimas. So I want you to hear it like you're hearing it for the second time. Ja ma tahan, et te kuuleksite, kuuleksite seda täna nagu te kuuleksite seda teist korda. And I think it's going to be something that will just stir in your heart for the rest of this day, for the rest of this week. Ja ma usun, et see paneb teie südame because this is going to be a week that we will always celebrate not just in your lifetime not only in your lifetime but we will celebrate it for all eternity for all eternity he is the lamb who sits on the throne he loves us so and I'm so thankful we have a Lord and a Savior who loves us. And so Palm Sunday, that is what this day is called. And we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But, but Palm Sunday was the beginning of an amazing week. The most holy week, like I said, in all of history. Excuse me, I'm dying. Pray for me. You are not going to die. Live forever. Okay, I'm better now. And so Jesus came into the city. He came into Jerusalem. And the people were excited that he was there. The city was filled with people. Because they had all come into Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. And so this was not just the city of Jerusalem. This was people from all over. This was, this was the, the biggest celebration on the Jewish calendar. As they celebrated the Passover, the, the, the exodus out of Egypt. And so this was an amazing, amazing time. There was celebrations and festivals and people were happy. And then Jesus walks into the city. And all the people are there from all over the region and they are celebrating him. And turn with me to John chapter 12. John chapter 12 and, and, and uh, where are we at? Okay, and, and this is our Palm Sunday. Uh, good. And then now John chapter 12. Sorry, I, I mess up my computer person again. John chapter 12, verse 12 to verse 13. It said, And the next day a great crowd had come for the festival, and they heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. And they took palm branches and they went out to meet him, and they were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Võtsid nad palmipuude oks ja läksid välja temale vastu ning hüütsid. Hoosi anna õnnistatud olgu, kes tuleb isanda nimel Iisraeli kuningas. And so this is a huge group of people. Et seal oli tõutu suur ulk rahvast. This is not the twelve disciples out there with palm branches saying woohoo. Et seal ei olnud näinud need kaksteis jõngrit palmipuude okstega. This is a huge group of people. Vaid tõutu suur rahva ulk. 
probably thousands of people lined the road. And here comes Jesus. And they're shouting Hosanna. They're declaring who he is. The one who comes in the name of the Lord, the Messiah. And then they declared something amazing. The king of Israel. How many of you know this probably made the leaders very nervous? Because everybody had heard of Jesus. His, his, I mean, his reputation went everywhere. And now he's coming to the capital. The place where everybody was. And they're calling him the king. They're waving palm branches. They're saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In other words, this is our Messiah. And so the people, when they saw Jesus' Facebook that he was going to be there, they didn't just click like. They went out to see him. Do you get this? They, they, they went to go see this one that they had heard about. Many of them had already seen him because he came to their town and their city. There were probably people there who had been set free and healed and their lives were changed forever. And the word went out that Jesus was coming and they were all like, Man, he changed my life. And they went out to cheer him as he came. Jesus went into Jerusalem celebrated. He was worshipped. They adored him. They loved Jesus. The crowd was moved because he was coming. He hadn't said anything. He hadn't done anything. He was just coming to town. He didn't say that he was going in to, to, to uh, you know, change the government. He was just going to Jerusalem to do what it was that the, that the Father had planned from the beginning of time. And the people went crazy. Kind of like you did when I walked up here this morning. <laughs> but I think something holy took place. As they got excited, as they shouted, as they worshipped him. There was, there was a holy moment that these people got to be a part of that I believe was incredible. This was the best church service that anybody could have experienced. Just, I believe, the anointing that was on that entrance. And they're waving those big palm branches. And this is why we call today Palm Sunday. As they waved those branches and as Jesus 
entered into the city. Ja kui nad levitsid nende puuoksi ja Jeesus tuli linna sisse. With praise and with shouts of joy and the people were so pumped up. Kiites ja üdes tänu talle ja inimesed olid täiesti üles tõstetud. And one of the things that they were shouting the Bible says was Hosanna. Ja üks asi mida rahva süüdis oli Hosanna. And we know that that means uh, in in the, the the Hebrew it's save us we pray. Ja me teame et see tähendab et päästa meid me palume. Save us we pray. Päästa meid me palume. Save us we pray. Päästa meid me palume. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Õnnistud on see kes tuleb isanda nimel. Hosanna save us. Hosanna päästa meid. Save us. Päästa meid. Blessed is the king of Israel. Hosanna. Save us. Now these people were expecting Jesus to do something naturally. Because they lived under the, the, the heavy hand of Rome. And they were expecting Jesus to break them free from Rome and that they would all be able just to be Israel. But that was not his plan. His plan was different than what they thought, but he still did what they asked him to do. And they said, save us. Save us. They didn't know what they were asking. But Jesus did. Jesus knew. And today we can still cry Hosanna. Because he didn't just save them. Jesus is the savior of the whole world. Every Estonian, every Russian, every African, every American. Every Chinese. Who else am I missing here? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Holland, whatever. Yeah. Netherlands, Netherlands, yeah. Holland, yeah. 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 So. Fairy, 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 for us. He saved us. And they were crying Hosanna because they needed a savior. But the truth is everybody on the planet needs a savior. You need a savior. And so we, we call out to him because we need somebody to save us. Today we understand more what Jesus was going to do than they did. But the truth is Jesus was the only one who could save them. He was the only one who could do what he did. And we're going to talk about that today. But this was the beginning of an amazing week. And it started with them shouting, Hosanna. Save us, Lord. Save us, we pray. The King of Israel. We need to be saved. Hallelujah. Hosanna. 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 Let's just shout that. Let's just shout Hosanna. 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 Amen. Hosanna. Hosanna. I need to be saved. You need to be saved. Amen.
Hosanna. Hosanna. We need to wake up sometimes and let our emotions get behind what's going on in the Bible. Me peaksime üle särkama ja mõnikord panema oma tunded ka sellele taha, mis, mis piibis, millest piibe räägib. And when, when we get, when, when our hearts become alive to this, ja kui meie südam muutub elavaks sellele, I believe we're going to be able to be used by God to do greater things in the world. Siis ma usun, et, me, et Jumal saab meid kasutada, et, et me saaksime teha suuremaid asju maailmas. And so the week started amazingly. And then, then there was a few days that we don't really know much about. Jesus just kind of hung out in the city. Don't know what he was doing. But then a few days later he, ha- he gets together with his disciples. And the Bible said he washes their feet. And he said, a new commandment I'm giving you. That you should love one another like this. Give yourself to one another like this. And then they had dinner together. And Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body. And he picked up the cup and he drank it. And he said, this is my blood. He said, remember me. And then later that night, Jesus is betrayed. They came and they arrested him. And they took him away. It was an amazing, amazing day. The disciples were so confused. What's going on? What's happening? The next day there were trials. And then we know on Friday that they began by beating him. Making fun of him, mocking him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And they beat those thorns into his skull like nails. Big thorns. And his blood began to flow. They beat him. His face swelled. They took him out and they beat his back. And ripped the skin and the flesh and the muscles away from the bone. It was horrible. The Bible said that he did it and he never said a word. He took it all for you. He took it all for you. And the people that were watching that thought it was a weakness. But his silence was strength. All he would have had to do is say, angels, stop this. And there would have been multitudes of angels that would have appeared and they would have stopped it. They would have held the, the Roman soldiers away. And they would have taken Jesus back to heaven. At his word, he said. 
Jesus said, don't you know that all I have to do is speak a word? And the angels that are here would make this all go away. And so instead of speaking a word, he kept his mouth silent and he took the beating for us. And then he was crucified. And this happens on Friday. In Estonian, they call it Big Friday. In English, we call it Good Friday. And, and so, what, what, what is so big and good about Friday? Why, why, why is Jesus dying on a cross some huge thing? Why does the world think this is so good because it's really so bad? It was the ultimate act of love. It was the ultimate act of goodness. This was an amazing moment. What Jesus did on Friday gives us new life. And so it is huge. It's not just, just big Friday, it's huge Friday. <laughs> right? And so, so this, is, this is an amazing, amazing day. And it's a day that, that I hope you'll remember this week on Friday. I hope that you would take some time just to remember on Friday what Jesus did for you on the cross. And if you can, come to be here with us. At 6.30. And we're going to have a, a, a service where we're going to, to sing. We're going to have communion. And we're going to remember the cross and what Jesus Christ did for us. And we're going to have a time of prayer. And we're going to celebrate this day. This is not a day that we're sad and that we're crying for Jesus. This is a day that we are so thankful for. And then Sunday comes. Easter Sunday. Next Sunday we celebrate the resurrection of that he came out of the tomb and he is our risen savior you serve a risen savior amen that should stir your heart the tomb is still empty Every other man that has started a religious movement has a tomb. Our, our Jesus doesn't have a tomb where his body lays. His tomb is empty because he lives and he still lives. Like, the, like one song says, how do you know that he lives? Because he lives in me. I know he lives, he's in me. I've seen what he does in people's lives. I watched what he's done in my life and I'm amazed. He lives. He lives. 
and he's coming back again for us. And this is the amazing story that the Bible is telling us. And this is what we're going to celebrate over this next few days together. And I don't ever want you to get used to the fact that Jesus is alive. I don't ever want that just to become, yeah, yeah, we serve a risen Savior. But it should be, yes, we serve a risen Savior. Amen. We need to get emotional about this gift that we've been given. If I came to you today and handed you two sets of keys, and I said, this is a key to your brand new home that I built for you, and this is a key to the brand new Bentley that I have parked in the garage you wouldn't say yeah 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 thank you you know that's wonderful you're a really nice guy no you would probably say what are you kidding really no you didn't really you know, and you'd, you'd probably even take me out to dinner or something. You know, you would probably even want to let me know how thankful you were. How much more have we been given by Jesus Christ? And if it does not affect your emotions this morning, church, I want it to stir you once again. I want you to be stirred so much for Jesus and be so thankful for the gift that he has given. Because people need the Lord. You needed Jesus. I thank God that those that are here this morning that you, you received his invitation. But I, I, I hope that, that during this week that you will take some time to share your faith with somebody. If they'll say, why are you so happy and excited this week? And you can say, let me tell you. And I, I, I hope that you'll bring people to church next Sunday. I hope you'll bring people that have never heard the message or maybe don't know about Jesus. Because people need the Lord. And there's no better time than to bring somebody to church than Easter Sunday. And so what, what is this week all about? Why did this all have to happen? Well, it all happened because it was part of God's amazing plan. This is what God had planned from the very beginning of creation. Where Jesus came and he accomplished the plan and he did it completely. I'm so glad how I, I, I love to watch how the Bible says over and over and to fulfill prophecy he did this. And then he did this and this and this and this happened to fulfill the prophecy. And you watched the life and the ministry of Jesus. And he did exactly 
what, what he said he would do. He did exactly what God had spoken to the, the prophets. He did exactly what he said he would do when he would show up and speak to, to the, the, the men of old. Excuse where me. the Lord would come and, and even in the Old Testament the Lord would show up and he fulfilled all the prophecies about him in the Bible completely and what it did is it made it one great story from beginning to end he tied everything together. He brought the scripture alive. So it was no longer just stories about some old guys who did some really cool things. But it showed that God was with us the whole time. And we can see today that he's still here. That the story is not over yet. Because he's not dead. He's alive. Amen. Amen. The story continues. The story is going on and you're part of the story. And I believe in history that, that the, the, there will be generations in Estonia that will be thankful for you. And so here was this amazing sacrifice that Jesus paid for us he paid the price for our sin and Jesus was the only one that could have done it no one else could have done this and so this is what I want to talk to you about today but you know Jesus came to earth in an amazing way angels rejoiced and worshipped. Wise men rejoiced and worshipped. Shepherds rejoiced and worshipped. You know, there was an amazing, amazing entrance. And then Jesus lived a perfect life. He lived a life without sin. How many you know that that was not easy? Because you have a hard time living a day without sin. You have a hard time living a week or a month. He lived his life without sin. And so, so then, then he willingly went to the cross. To die for, for, the, for sin. This perfect sinless man became sin on the cross, the Bible says. And he died and paid our price because we could not have done it. We could not have done it. But then on the third day, Jesus rose again. And this is what the Bible is all about. This is the gospel that he came, he lived, he died, and he rose again for you. Amen. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. That's the wonderful story that we are a part of. And that story, like I said, it's continuing today through you. And so this is the gospel. And the gospel is good news. Amen.
It's Amen. good news. It is good news, not just to us, but to the world. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you've believed. Jesus Christ has paid a price for you. And I want you to know the gospel. I want you to know this good news. I want you to know it. I want you to believe it. I want you to live it. And I want you to enjoy the gospel. Amen. Amen. And then the gospel is meant to be shared. Ja siis on see, mida peaks and I want you to share the gospel. Ja ma tahan, et sa it's not something that we just hold for ourselves. It's something that we, we give to the world just see, as Christ did. And so we are to share this. And I want to remind you again today how, how amazing this gift is that we have. Ja ma tahan teile täna tuletada, kui on see and. But it's good news. Aga see on hea sõnum. This is really, really good news. See on tõeliselt hea sõnum. But what makes good news good news? All the bad news. If there wasn't bad news, good news would just be news. Right? But what makes good news good news is all the bad news. And I, I, want, I do want to tell you this morning, there is some really bad news for the world. There's really bad news. And it's not just the news you find on the internet and TV. The bad things that are happening in the world today, that is just a symptom of the bad news. That is, that is just an extension of what the real bad news is. And so there is some really bad news. But whatever your bad news is this morning, I want you to know that God has some good news for you. And we activate his good news. We activate those promises by our faith. And for every problem like we talked about, there is a promise. Amen. For every problem you have in life, there is a promise in the Bible for it. That's how amazing the, the Bible is. It covers your whole life. How, however many steps you take, there's always a promise for that next step. And God is a God who will keep every one of his promises. And so we need to focus on the promises of God. But there was some bad news first that we need to talk about. Let's go back to the very beginning. I'm going to quickly talk about, about uh, everything that, that was happening. Because everything started so good. God created the universe and it's in perfect balance. And it, he said, wow, that's pretty amazing. God is so good, he, he, he impresses himself. That's how good he is. Have you ever done something and, and impressed yourself? Kas sa oled kunagi teinud midagi ja 
Ja, ja, mis on sinu enda jaoks mulje tavaldava. Yeah, I, I've, I've done things before, mina and I thought, well, oh, that's pretty good. Ja, mina olen teinud asju I've done things in my life that I stood back and I thought, yes, this is good. God does that all the time. He's so good, he just amazes himself. He said he created the universe and it was all just amazingly huge and, and diverse and billions of galaxies. And you know what he said? It's good. It's good. It's good. Good, good, good. Then he made man. It's good. That's awesome. I'm, I'm doing a good job here. And he put him in the garden in paradise. And man, he said, whew. That's good. I wish I was almost I almost wish I was them. That's so good. And so everything that God did was wonderful. Adam and Eve, they lived the most wonderful life on this planet. Do you understand that? Nobody else has lived the life that they got to live. They lived in paradise. They lived in the, the glory of God. Every day. They walked in this, this place that was just life. There was no curse there was no death it was beautiful it was alive it was better than, than you could probably dream and this is their life it was so good and then Satan came into the garden and he deceived them and, and they sinned and when they sinned what that meant is they were separated from the life of God. And then curse came to the whole planet. And death came to the whole planet. And now we have what we have today. You watch the news. Most of it is not good. Most of it is negative, negative, negative. People dying. People hurting other people. Negative, negative, negative. And just before this, everything was Good. It was positive. It was great. But then came the bad news. And everything was broken. And everything was corrupted. But let, let me give you some good news. What was broken and corrupted and taken away will very soon be restored. And it will be exactly like it was with Adam and Eve. It will be once again a paradise to live on the planet. And this is what is going to happen. It will happen because this is what God has planned. But, but the, the bad news is, is that sin has come into the world. Let me read to you out of Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, and I want to look here in verse 12. 
Me vaatame siin 12. salmi. It says therefore just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin and this way death came to all people because all sinned. Selle pärast otse kui ühe inimese kaudu pat tuli maailma ja patu läbi surm nõnda on ka surm tunginud kõigis inimestesse sest nad kõik on patu teinud. And so what what the Bible is telling us here is that Adam is responsible for all the corruption on the planet. Ja Bibel ütleb meile siin et Aadam on vastutav kõige selle kõige selle hävingu pärast või kõige selle hävingu eest mis maailma tuli. I'm sure there's a lot of people that go to heaven and say Adam really? Ja I'm sure people go to heaven and they ma, ask Adam. Ma, ah, ma usun, et küsivad, Adam, Adam really? Adam Did you really have to do that? Et kas sa pidis seda tegema? Did you re- Come on. Et kuule. Come on. Did you re- I mean you, you had everything. Sul oli kõik. Did you really have to do? Kas sa pidis seda tegema? But he did it. Aga ta tegi seda. And because he did it. Ja kuna ta tegi seda, sin came not just to him but to the whole world. He was the one who had dominion and authority on the earth. And the Bible said and when he sinned, he transferred that dominion and authority to Satan. And so now because of sin, it opened the way to corruption and death and separation from God. Ja Jumalast lautatusele. Separation from God. Jumalast eraldatusele. Separation from God was the worst part of sin. Ja patu kõige hullem osa oli see, et et inimkond lahutati Jumalast. And Adam's sin still affects everybody born on the earth. Ja Adam pat mõjutab endiselt kõik inimesi, kes maa peale sünnivad. We have a sin nature. Meil on patu loomus. And the bad news is every one of you has sinned. Ja halb uudis on see, et me kõik oleme teinud patu. And, and so, so sin rules our lives and et, there's nothing that we can do about it. Et pat valitseme elu ja me ei saa midagi sellega teha. And, and, and uh, what, what we, what, what we need to know is that, that when you're in sin, you're stuck there. When you come out and become a new creation in Christ, there's still a part of you that is wanting to be connected there. Because sin we, we just talked about it for, for six weeks. Sin is a temptation that continues to pull on you throughout your whole life. Ja nagu me rääksime siin kuus, kuus nädalat, et pat on see kiusatus, mis püüab siin tõmmata tagasi vanas ellu. And so you, you end up doing what you do not want to do. Ja sa teed siis asju, mida sa ei tegelikult ei taha teha. And you don't do what you want to do. Ja sa ei tee neid asju, mida sa tahad teha. Remember we talked about that last week. Ja me rääksime sellest möödunud nädalal. We, we end up having this confrontation, this conflict within us. Ja meie sees on siis see konflikt. Is why don't I live right? Why am I doing what I don't want to? I'm, I decided I'm not going to do that today, but I did it anyway. And so the bad news is this. Corruption has come to the world because of sin. But the good news is this. God has a plan and God has the answer to bring you out of the corruption and out of the sin and to give you life. The bad news has to come before you understand the good news. And so that we can understand how good the good news is. And when, when man fell 
he fell far and he fell hard. And this was why Jesus had to return. had to come. He had to come and pay the price so that we could be restored back to the Father God. So, so that we could get a taste of what it will be like to be with him forever. And that's really what the Christian life is. It's just a taste of what it's going to be like for eternity. This is not it. We are going to rule and reign with him. We're going to experience his presence and his goodness. We're going to be able to... to, to do great things. And we're going to be able to come together and worship him. It's going to be an amazing, amazing time. And for all eternity, we will live in the, the way that God designed it to be in the very beginning. Paradise. Paradise. It's going to be amazingly wonderful. You're going to have your own little place in heaven. And I'm going to come visit you. And make sure you're there, first of all. Did you make it? No. Amen. You know, I, I want to make sure that we tell as many people as we can. So that when we get to heaven, a stony, uh, heaven will be filled with a stone. Amen. That, that we, we will make a difference. And that's, that's the reason we come together as a church, to celebrate what Jesus does every Sunday. And so the good news is that, that, that Jesus is our Savior. God knew we needed a Savior and he sent Jesus for us. And then so we could not do what Jesus did. He had to do it for us. Because to pay the price for sin, we had to be sinless and nobody is sinless. And so the good news is that God sent a Savior. The one that the angels declared at his birth. Today, in, in Bethlehem, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, Lord. A lot of times we hear the baby is born in Christ. Yes, hallelujah. But the angels called him the Savior. What were they shouting on Palm Sunday as he entered into the city? Save us. Save us, we pray. Save us, we pray. The Savior has come. The Savior has come. He died on a cross to save us from our sin. To give us eternal life. We have a Savior. We needed a Savior. And, and you know, the, the entrance of, of Jesus was amazing. 
Aga jõulude ajal siis me täistame oma päest ja maailmasse tulekut. As he entered into Jerusalem. Kui tema tuli Jerusalemma. They celebrated the entrance of their savior. Siis täistati tema me nende päest ja linna tulekut. And then they had no idea what was going to happen. Ja neil on taimugi sellest mis tegelikult sünnim hakkab. Because Christmas and Palm Sunday mean absolutely nothing without Easter. Sest jõulutel ja ja palmipude pühale ei ole mingisugust mõtet tegelikult ilma ülestõmusi pühadeta. Amen. Without Easter, without Jesus rising from the dead, everything else is just powerless. Ja ilma sellet, et Jeesus tõusis sunnust üles, on kõik muu ilma väeta. But if Jesus rose from the dead and he did, aga kui Jeesus tõusis üles sunnust ja ta tegi seda, then his birth is amazing. Siis tema sünd on hämmastav. Palm Sunday is amazing. Palmipude püha, see on hämmastav. The cross is amazing. Ja rist on imeline. And the empty tomb is amazing. Ja tühi haud on imeline. Amen. Amen. And you know what that means? Ja teate, mis see tähendab? Eternity is going to be Amazing. Et ka igavik on imeline. Because we have a savior. Sest meil on päästja. We have one who's gone before us. Meil on see, kes on käinud meie ees. And so Jesus what he did on the cross. Ja see, mida Jeesus tegi ristil. He reversed everything that Adam had done in his sin. Ta pööras kõik selle ümber, mida Aadam oma patus tegi. People get get mad sometimes. Mõnikord inimesed saavad ihaseks. How could God bring sin because of one man's mistake to the whole planet. Ja kuidas sai Jumal tuua patu tervele planeedile ühe inimese eksimuse pärast? Because he had a plan. Sest tal oli plaan. One man brought sin. Üks mees tõi patu. So that one man selleks et üks mees could bring redemption. Võiks tuua lunastuse. One man could bring life. Üks mees võiks tuua elu. One man could restore it. Üks mees võiks selle taastada kõik. One man did something that affects everyone. Üks mees tegi midagi sellist, mis mõjutab kõiki. Then one man comes and does something that can free everyone. Ja siis üks mees tuleb et vabastada kõik teised. And all we have to do is believe. Ja me ei pea midagi muud tegema kui uskuma. We're here in Romans chapter 5. Me oleme siin Rooma 5. peadus. Jump down to verse 15. Look at this. Üppame 15. salmi. It says, but the gift is not like the trespass. For if, if the many die by the trespasses of one man, how much more did God's grace, the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to many? Aga ka armu anniga ei ole lugu nõnda nagu patu langemisega, sest kui ühe inimese patu langemise läbi paljud on surnud, siis on veel palju enam Jumala arm ja ainult selle ühe inimese Jeesuse Kristus armu läbi üli rohkesti saanud osaks neile paljudele. And so Jesus reversed everything that's, that Adam did. Et Jeesus pööras ringi kõik selle, mida Aadam tegi. Jesus restores everything back to God in relationship. Ja Jeesus taastas kõik suhtesse Jumalaga. And I thank God for his grace. Ja ma tänan Jumalat tema armu eest. And his love. Ja tema armastuse eest. And this gift that we have. Ja selle anni eest, mis meil on. I hope every day that you wake up that this is stirred up in your heart. Ja ma usun, et iga hommik, kui sa ärkad, et see paneb sinu südame kiiremini põksuma. Thank you, Jesus, that you're my savior. Tänu Jeesusele, et sina oled minu päästja. Thank you, Jesus, you paid a price for me. Tänu Jeesus, et sa maksid minu eest hinna. And my sin is covered by your blood. Et minu patt on kaetud sinu verega. It's not a sad thing, it's a happy thing. Ja see ei ole mitte it's a thankful thing. If this doesn't reach your emotions, then you don't understand it. And so Jesus was the only one who could pay this price. He was the only one. Because Jesus was the only one who was God 
and man. He was the only one who was 100% God and 100% human. And, and so he alone was qualified because of the way that he lived his life. He alone was the, the one that was qualified to reconnect a sinful man to a holy God. When God created Adam and Eve, they were holy. The Bible said he breathed his spirit into them. They, they, were, they were part of who he was. And sin separated them. Remember, he comes to the garden and says, where, where are you? What happened? What did you do? Mida te tegite? It was separation. Et nad And Jesus said, I'm going to restore that. Aga ütles, ma taastan selle. I'm going to put the Spirit of God back in you. Ma panen sisse. If you believe in me, Kui te minusse, I will come once again and live in you. Siis ma tulen taas sees. I will give you that life ma annan teile selle elu, that you can't get anywhere else. And so by going to the cross, läbi, Jesus did what no one else could do for you. Seda sinu eest, mida keegi teine teha and the cross is a symbol for us. Ja see rist on meie jaoks. The cross is a, a place of power for us. Ja rist on meie jaoks. It's the place of everything that we have. See on paik kõigele sellele, mis meil on. We have a big illuminated cross right, when, right in our entrance. Ja kui me tuleme siia sisse meie kogudusse, siis meil on seal üks suur valgustatud rist. It is there that everybody that drives by on buses all day long sees it. Ja see on, see on selleks, et kõik, kes mööda sõidavad bussis, et näeksid seda päev läbi. Because that's a symbol of everything that we have. It's a symbol of all the power that God displayed in Christ. And throughout history, maybe the, the symbol of the cross has been used in a negative way. But the truth of the cross is the power in anybody's life who would believe. And so Jesus went to the cross. And that is the center of the good news for us. The cross is good news. When you understand what was happening on the cross. Jesus died for you. And me. For all. He paid a price so that we could live again. That we could find what it is to really know what life is all about. Because the bad news was there was a debt that you could not pay. You couldn't have paid the debt. You could not have paid the debt. He paid it for you. Because you and I could have never paid it. If you hung on a cross and died. You would just be dead. Your sin would not be paid. There were thousands of people who hung on a cross and died. It was a brutal way that the Romans tortured people. And when they died on a cross, they were simply dead. Jesus died on a cross. 
and it changed everything. Why? Because he was the only one worthy to do it. He was the only one qualified to pay a price for you to have new life. And his death means that we live not just now but forever. His death means that if we will put our faith in him that we receive this gift of grace that comes by the one man Jesus Christ. This is the gift. This is the price that was paid because he was the only one that could do it. And he had to die in our place. And the cross became a place where your sin was paid for. Jesus did not die for his sin. He died for your sin. And Jesus was sinless. And he died the sinner's death. He was perfect. And he died the death of the imperfect. And he was our substitute in death. So that we could partake in his life. And so he took our penalty of sin. Listen, because the penalty of sin had to be paid. It had to be paid. It could not be overlooked by God. Sin had to be dealt with. And so he had a plan from the very beginning. I'm going to send Jesus. And Jesus will deal with the sin for you. And all we have to do, church, is open our heart and open our life and thank him for it. And believe that he did it for us. Go with me to John chapter 19. John chapter 19 and verse 30. It said, and when he had received the drink, this is Jesus on the cross. He said, when he had received the drink, he said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Kui nüüd Jeesus äädikat oli võtnud, ütles ta, see on lõpetatud ja ta nõrgutas pead ning heitis hinge. When Jesus was on the cross, the last thing he said, kui Jeesus oli ristil, siis viimane asi, mis ta ütles, oli see on lõpetatud. It is finished. on lõpetatud. What that meant was not like, you know, um, dinner's over, go home. Et see ei tähenud seda, et õhtusõek on läbi mingi koju. You know, it's finished, it's time to go, everybody. Church is over, let's go. No, what, what, what it, the word that he used was the word that they used when, when doing commerce. And when you would sign the contract, when the contract was completed you would use this word that he used. And so when he said it is finished, in other words, what he was saying is it's been paid in full. They found uh, documents that have this word written at the bottom of it, paid in full. 
And this is what Jesus said when he was on the cross, when he said it is finished. He didn't mean, oh, I'm glad this day is over. Have you ever had one of those days? Where you lay down in bed and say, it is finished. Jesus said, it is paid in Full. What was he talking about? What, what kind of commerce was Jesus doing on the cross? He was paying the price for our sin. And when he had become sin, Jesus said that your sin was nailed there to that cross. Or the Bible says. Your, he became sin for you. He turned into sin as he hung on that cross. The whole sin of the world, the sin of Adam, was placed upon Christ. And he put, took the penalty for that sin. And he wiped that sin away. So that we could receive freedom in Christ. And so he, when he said it is finished, it means it's paid in full. That means that my sin and your sin is completely forgiven. And then when, when he said that, he died. And he died not a death of the righteous. He died the death that we should have died. He, he died the sinner's death. And he went to hell for us. But I thank God he wasn't there long. Because after he had been there for just a little while, the power of God showed up and said, No. No. It's been paid for. He's righteous. He's my righteous one. And the Bible says that same power that raised Christ from the dead. You will never know. You will never know. You will never know it. You will never know. The same power that raised Christ from the dead, you will never know it. It's a joke. I'm joking. I messed up my interpreter and he wouldn't even say it. I'm a serious man. You are a I'm trying to loosen you up a little bit. It's, the Bible says. It's really serious. I'm trying to make it lighter. The Bible says. The same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. That same power that raised Christ we, we have a connection to because Jesus died our death went to hell for us and the power of God brought him out of hell out of the grave and brought him back into heaven for you for you we should be excited and happy and at peace about that what I'm trying to tell you this morning is that should impact our emotions 
Yes, he died. Oh, that's all it. And he rose again. Oh, that's all it. Those is the last sunnah stars. Oh, it's so holy. Oh, so nipeha. No, it should impact you. Hey, it's a black smile. It should make you excited about what we have and the future that we're going to be walking in. And so Jesus got the victory over Satan and death. And now every, every devil and, and every demon bows to the name of Jesus. And you thought they, they, they obeyed him when he was walking on the planet. Now they are even more afraid because they know of his power. All we have to do is use the name of Jesus and all hell shakes. When we speak it with faith from the deep place in our heart. And sometimes when I'm having an issue, when I'm facing something that is, seems bigger than me, I don't just, you know, I don't need to tell God like the whole story kind of a thing. Sometimes I just come from a deep place within me and I just say, Jesus. 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 And that's all I need to say. And there's power that is there. There's strength that is there. There's healing that is there. Because there's power in his name. But sin had to be paid for. And it had to be paid for in full if you were ever going to get back to God. And I thank God that Jesus paid for it in full. He did what no one else could have done. No one else could have died that death and paid your price. Doesn't matter how much they love you. They were not worthy to be your substitute. I've heard parents say, I would die for my kids if I could. You can't. You can't. You have to believe in Jesus Christ that the power of his death is, is what, what gives you freedom. And then on that third day, Jesus rose and he came out of the tomb. We're going to talk more about that next week. How glorious that would have been. I can't wait till we get to heaven and get to watch the video. To see the angels roll the stone, to see that angel sitting on it. To see the, the, the girls walk up and the angel talk to the ladies. To see Peter and John run into the tomb and it's empty. And what was the expression on their face? This was an amazing moment but the tomb was empty because he is risen hallelujah just declare that say he's risen he's risen he's risen he's risen, he's risen. I'm going to declare it until I have no more breath
We have a living Savior. He is risen. And I will live for him. Because he lived for me. And he died for me. Amen. And so we could live for him. Because he paid an amazing price for us. And so Jesus came. And he lived. And he died. And he rose again. So that you and I could be restored in our access to God. And now we have help and we have hope in this life. And we have a home in heaven forever. Because of the price that Jesus paid for you and me. And I call that good news. Amen. Amen. That is the gospel. What I have shared with you today is the gospel that we are to go tell the world. And so today we still cry Hosanna to the King. We cry Hosanna to Jesus Christ who comes for us. Because our sins separated us from God. But what Jesus did brought us back into a glorious connection with our, with our God. He saved us from our sin. He took our sin, nailed it to the cross. And God could not even look at Jesus, the Bible said, when he hung on the cross. It broke the heart of the Father to where he turned and Jesus said, You've forsaken me. Because that was the most horrible thing in the spirit realm to see this perfect life become sin of the world. It was ugly in the natural. In all the movies that they make about Jesus, none of it really shows what it was like. The Bible said when he hung on that cross that he no longer looked like a man. Yep. He was so mangled. The blood and the flesh and the, the, the meat that was hanging off of him it would have been so gross. But if you could have seen what was going on in the spirit realm, it would have been even grosser, it would have been even worse. Because the sin of the world, the sin of corruption was all placed upon him. And this separation from God is no longer there. Because Jesus paid a price for the world. He paid a price for us. He canceled our debt. We are now debt free. Hallelujah. You know, there's most of you probably have some kind of debt. Maybe you, you bought an apartment and you have some debt. Or maybe you were stupid and bought some other stuff and have debt. I don't know. And if somebody came to you and said, I've paid that, you would think, well, that's really cool. Thank you. And you would be happy. Man, our debt, we could not have paid. 
The debt that we have in this life, we can pay, somebody else can pay. It's possible to pay your debt. Your debt's not impossible financially. Our debt we had with God was impossible. All the people in the world could not have paid the debt. And Jesus came and he did it and we should be so thankful. It should move you. We are no longer separated from God but his spirit lives in us. Hallelujah. God is good. His spirit is in you. And that life that is in you is hearing this message this morning and is letting you know this is mine. And so Jesus died so that you could be forgiven. He died to give you access and a connection back to God. He died so that you could have eternal life. And he, he rose again so that you could have the power to live what he has provided. And what do we do with this good news? What are we supposed to do with this? We are to know it. We are to believe it. We are to live it. We are to enjoy it. We are to share it. Amen. Let's believe that this good news belongs to us. Say, I believe. I believe. I believe that what he did for me was more than enough. I have not been an angel my whole life. My mama called me her little angel, but I'm not an angel. What he did for me was more than enough. What he did for you was more than enough. It doesn't matter how bad you've been or what your past has been. All you got to do is believe. All you have to do is believe. Go with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Again, this is a verse that you, most of you will have, have read before. But I want you to receive this and I want you to believe this. I want you to hear this verse like you're hearing it for the second time. Amen. John chapter 3 verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but shall have eternal life. Sest nõnda on Jumal maailma armastanud, et oma ainusündinud poja on annud, et ükski, kes temas usub, ei saaks hukka, vaid et temal oleks igavene elu. What is this verse telling us? Mida see salm meile räägib? That believing in him activates good news. Et temas uskumine aktiviseerib selle hea sõnumi. The, but the, the bad news is, aga halb uudis on see, if you don't believe, you're going to perish. Et kui sa ei usu, siis sa hukkud. If you don't believe, you're going to perish. But if you believe in him, you will not perish, but you'll you'll have eternal life. If you don't believe in him, this verse is saying, 
you will die. If you believe in him, you will have life. That's a huge difference. God so loved you that he sent Jesus to die for you because he thought you were worth it. Look at verse 17. And God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. What did he do? He came to save the world. He came to save the world. His heart is, I'm not coming to condemn, I'm coming to save. Why? Verse 18 tells us, whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already. Because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already. What did he come to do? To save you. To save you. Not to condemn you. To save you. He came to save you. I've heard people say, how could a loving God condemn people? How could a loving God send people to hell? God does not condemn you. If you don't believe, you're already condemned because of your sin. He comes to save you. This is the good news of the gospel. It's not like God hits you in the face and then comes over to show you how much he loves you by, by fixing your face. I'm going to break your leg and then come over and put your leg in a cast to show you how much I love you. If anybody did that to their child, they would be thrown in prison as a bad parent. God does not condemn you so that he could come and save you. You're already condemned if you don't believe it. You're already going to hell if you don't believe it. Your sin separates you from God and there's nothing you could do or anybody else. So Jesus comes, the Son of God comes to save the world, not condemn the world. This is the good news. If Jesus hadn't come, we'd all be in hell. But he came because he loves you. He came to save you from the path that you are already on. And all you have to do is believe. The sin that you had already committed, that is what condemns you. Jesus came to save you. He gives us the way out if we would just believe. And so we just need to believe. And when we believe, 
Thank God we're no longer condemned. Ja, kui me usume, siis tänu Jumalale, et me ei üle ei mõistata enam. We are saved because of Jesus. Me oleme päästetud Jeesuse pärast. And listen, church, I've said it a thousand times and I'll probably say it ten thousand more. Ja ma olen öönud seda juba tuhat korda kogudus, aga ma ütlen seda ilmselt veel kümme tuhat korda. Everybody needs a savior. Et kõik vajavad päästjat. Everybody needs a savior. Because if you don't believe in him, you're condemned. Everybody needs a savior. And the good news, we have a savior. We have one who has already come. He's paid the price for you. All you got to do is believe. It's so easy. All you got to do is believe. And you will have eternal life. This is the gift that God has given. And so you will never be able to figure this out in the natural. You know, I'm 50 years old now. I have given my life to study this. And I still don't understand it all. I'm not even close to understanding it. I don't understand God. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful we don't serve a God that we can figure out. There's some people that say, well, well, if I could just figure out God, then I could believe. No, that's stupid. <laughs> I can't figure this out. And if you serve a God that you could figure out, that's a small, boring God. My God is so big. Humans will never figure him out. We are his little creation. We will never figure him out. We will never understand everything. But we understand enough to know this. I needed a savior. And Jesus came to save me. Ja Jeesus tuli, et mind päästma. He Päästa. came to save me. Ta tuli mind He came to pay a price for me. Ta tuli selleks, et maksta hind minu so that I could live with him forever. Ma elada koos temaga iga vesti. That's good news. See on hea uudis. That's the gospel of see, Jesus see Christ. Is he paid the price for us. Et ta eest hinna. And you're never going to be able to figure out God. Ja sa ei saa mitte aru. We serve a God who's way beyond any human intellect. Ja me Jumalat, kes on üle and I want you to know that's good news. Ja ma tahan, et te teaksite, et see on hea sõnum. And if you ever talk to somebody who says, well, I just don't understand it, well, you know, why, why Jesus had to die. That's good news. I'm glad we don't understand it all, but we know enough. The Bible tells us enough of why he had to come and do that. And maybe you don't understand it, but you better accept it. So that you could have life. You could have life. And what did Jesus say to do with this gospel? The story of Jesus coming. The story of Jesus coming. Living. 
dying and rising again. The, the story of the gospel, this good news, what did Jesus say that we are supposed to do with this? He told us in Mark chapter 16 verse 15, this is my last scripture for today. He said this, go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to all creation. What did he say to do? He said that we are to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Preach the good news. If you went to somebody and said, can I tell you the gospel? They would look at you and say, what's the gospel? But if you went to somebody and said, can I tell you some good news? Well, everybody wants to hear good news. You know, sometimes our, our Christianese gets in the way a little bit. You know, all the words that we, we know in church that are cool, but the world, world hears them and they're like, what is that? We need to be real with people. We need to speak with people on their level. Amen. And not just the old the Christian languages. Well, have you repented? Are you righteous? Repented and righteous? What are you talking about? You know, are you washed in the blood? Washed in the blood? What are you talking about? You know, and sometimes, it's, you know, in church, those are all good things. We're like, yes, hallelujah. The, the world heals that and they're like, what are you talking about? But Jesus said, Go tell the good news to the whole world. That they needed a savior. And listen, everybody knows we need a savior. I don't care what they tell you on the inside, they know they need a savior. They know that their life is empty. They know that there's something missing. Everybody needs a savior. Every, you need one. Everybody needs one. The good news is, Jesus came to save us. Because without him, we were dead, but now with him, we have life. And I encourage you to tell the world about what Christ Jesus has done for you. And I encourage anybody in this place to step across that line of faith and to believe this. Believe that what Jesus did is more than enough for you. And there is joy and peace that will come to you when you believe. And never let it go old. Never let the story of Jesus just become the story that you believe. Let it stir emotion in you. Get excited about what Christ has done. So I'm going to ask you to stand with me this morning. And I want us just to get excited once again about Jesus. I want you to believe. 
receive from deep in your heart and know that you're saved knowing that you have help in life knowing that you have a home in heaven forever when you know it and you believe it and you share it this is what the Lord wants from you why? because people need the Lord people need the Lord church. you need him everybody needs him and as his representatives on the planet we should be bold to share the good news hallelujah let's just raise our hands I want you just to begin to thank the Lord right where you're at hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you that you are our savior thank you that you came and you died for us